everybody. Welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for listening. It's Black History Month. Whoop, whoop. It's Black History Month already. Like every time of year, this time of year, every year, the only thing I can think about is the fact that Beyonce dropped that bomb ass maternity picture. And I'm also. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said, Earls, we run this mother. Oh, well, I guess that's appropriate. And also, Formation dropped today, two years ago. Where were you when Formation dropped? Uh, you know what? This is sad because I don't even fucking remember. I don't remember what. I don't think I was in the house. I that's think part, I was in the house. That's probably why I don't remember it. Just all I can remember is her saying, you hate this corny with that Illuminati um, shit. I was like, wow. And I was like, so she knows that people say this about her. Because, like, sometimes Beyonce is so quiet about things, I don't know if she knows, like, how much she blocks out. Yeah. And I'm like, she fucking knows y'all talk about her baby here. <laughs> she knows y'all talk about her nigga lips. She knows y'all talking about her in Illuminati. And, and she's saying, bitch, I, I don't care. And also, like, not to take away from Beyonce, and then also, because Jay-Z got this from Beyonce, because I know Jay-Z, because remember, he had a picture and his legs look real skinny. Yeah. Well, he said something, yeah, I skip leg day or something. And like, yeah. and I'm like, yo, y'all be listening. I think they probably be laughing. They probably and be somebody laughing. said that Beyonce got like a secret stand Twitter. Like it's her, <laughs> but she acting like stand she like herself. a stand. Yeah, <laughs> that is so funny. Well, yeah. So happy birthday to I don't know if it's formation or the video. To be honest with you, because Beyonce, she fucked us up two years just ago. Just happy birthday to um, everything Beyonce. Thank you for I'm just I'm just thankful for her accomplishments, but um yeah so we finally saw Sizzle last week. Um, it was like, it's at a point where I can't even believe it happened. I know it was so underwhelming though. We were at the show and she was performing. I was like, how much you gonna bet she gonna fucking cancel? <laughs> she was on the stage. I'm like, I'm just so fucking ready for her to cancel. So here's the problem that I had. Obviously. SZA, she is like a real life fairy. She like bops around the stage mm-hmm. so effortlessly. She's light on her feet. She tries to be, she's really sweet and she yeah. sounds really good live. She does sound really um, good. But, you know, the ticket was $35. Fine. That's like, you know, that's cheap, especially for the most nominated Grammy Award artist. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's not really, really um, expensive. But they said that there was going to be an opening person. I don't know who the girl's name was. It was an artist I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. But I was excited to hear somebody new. Yeah. And I, but that person never showed up. So the concert was supposed to start at 8. That per, The opening act would be there for an hour. Then SZA would come out at 9. Um, we're there at eight. Nothing's happening. It's just like music playing. And then, um, Brittany, congratulations. Brittany was our contest winner. Um, and, uh, one of our friends, friend told us that the opening act was on tour with someone else. So I'm like, so it's just not going to be any opening act. And she never addressed it. Never was like, you know, I'm sorry. Never replaced her. Never came, didn't come out early. Nothing. It's just, fuck it. And I just feel like. It changes the way you think of her. Like, she kept complaining to her person on the side about, like, her music not being loud enough. And she did kind of give a half-ass apology about why she didn't show up before. Just saying how she knows what it's like to really be looking forward to something and for it not to happen. But But do you really? She says, there's so many things happening that I just don't understand. And one thing I really enjoyed 
was that she gave us a background for a lot of her songs and it made now when I listen to them I feel like it's even more relatable yeah like you know talking about how she came to a party to see a guy and the guy showed up with this bomb ass girl like I so fucking relate to that like a girl with perfect mom jeans Same. that's a nightmare cause mom jeans are hard as fuck to like rock and when a girl wear them and she got like a perfectly fat, flat stomach and she thick mm-hmm. you like just go fuck yourself like both of y'all so it was nice that she gave us the background but the energy G was weird. It was very weird. I feel like everybody was tired. It was Wednesday. Yeah. I feel like everybody was thinking about work the next Yeah, because I was tired. And I was thinking about, I'm like, fuck, I missed the gym today. I'm tired. Like, By that's how we feel. get out of here. We ain't going to have nothing to eat. But at least it ain't going to be prime time for the lift. Like, yeah. that's what I was thinking <laughs> about the whole time I was there. And But I also felt like it was really, really intimate. And I'm happy I went this time because either A, Sis is never going to go on, like, on tour again because she's yeah. going to do a Lauryn Hill. Or B, next time she goes some tickets are going to be like a hundred they're going to be expensive yeah and i'm not paying it for i'm not sorry. paying it now that i know that she is like fully he as fuck oh no never Mm-mm. so i'm happy i got out of my system i'm just happy it's over me too like fucking ch- chip off my fucking shoulder yes but um so yeah we did that last week and we spent most of saturday together yeah we spent most saturday together like i mentioned before that you know unfortunately my uncle passed away but you know black people people we can't just do funerals and it be over like the whole day is going to be dedicated to the repast it, it was to the point where we my family it we, was the repast the re-up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We booked a venue for the repast. And then after... And that shit was packed. Yeah, it was packed in there. Then after we after the repast, everybody came back to my mom's house and they didn't leave until like midnight. <laughs> so it was like from literally from the time we woke up to the time we went to sleep, people were at our house. And the next thing you know, Hennessy was around and Nuck If You Buck came on. And I was like, wow, we really, this is a celebration of life for real, for real. I was just laughing at your face the whole time. Every time I drank, you would, like, be watching me. (laughs) I was really, like, I was looking at everybody. I was like, are y'all okay? (laughs) (laughs) And nobody recognized you. I'm like, she's been my best friend for 10 years. Yeah, nobody. I was like, what the hell? That was... I think it's because you lost weight, though. I'm, I'm like, really, really sure. Because, you know, my grandma asked about you all the time. Yeah. And she didn't know. She didn't recognize you. I'm like, that's really my homegirl. Like, <laughs> yeah. And when I showed her a picture of you last night, she's like, that's the bread the whole time I know who that girl was. I'm like, grandma. And it's funny because Deja was like, your cousin. She was like, um, she's like, for a total of four people didn't know who I was. I said, same with me. <laughs> yeah, but Deja, like, she. And I'm like, and I've been around longer than you. <laughs> For real, for real. <laughs> that shit was so funny. I kept having people, because like, you was like laughing. People were like, who did? I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know her? And they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, I guess I do know her then. That was so fucking funny. The only person that knew who I was was Boo Boo. And my mom. Yeah, and your mom. Because <laughs> my mom lived to annoy you. All right, so yeah, that was Saturday. Um, and Sunday was the Super Bowl. We'll fucking get to that. We'll that shit was wild. We'll fucking get to that later. I, oh, sorry. Who are we going to get to that? But um, yeah, so this week, you know, in honor of Black History Month, so I guess for the rest of the month, we're going to do um, Fade Fours dedicated to black women or blackness. I don't know. We haven't really decided yet. But this week is dedicated to black women. Um, we're going to do our favorite... Uh, our four favorite weird black girls. And this is because there are so many just powerful black women out there, but there are certain black women who just kind of inspired us because we're not 
we're not typical. Like, obviously, Oprah does it for me. She she really does. But there is a lot of, of my black idols that I know they would think I wasn't well-behaved. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Pat LeBeau would be like, <laughs> why can't you sit your ass down? So, yeah. So who are, who's your fave for? Okay, so this was a tough one. And for some reason, I kept on, like, forgetting names of people. Like, forgive me. But um, <laughs> number one would definitely have to be Lynn from Girlfriends. Oh, because, shit, you um, pulled out the, the, the characters <laughs> from shows. I was thinking real yeah, people. Oh, yeah, sorry. But Lynn, wow. because when I was younger, people used to compare me. Like, if we played, like, Girlfriends, people always be like, oh, Saria, you're Lynn. Always. And she was always, like... Like, just, like, hippie, like, weird, like, in tune with the earth and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I always, like, you know, identify, like, somewhat as a Lynn-type figure. Lynn was always my, like, one of my favorites, but I know I wasn't her. I always would get Joan or Maya. Yeah. I kind of hate when people compare me to Maya. I don't get it. No, I don't get that either, but definitely Joan. I hate when people compare me to Maya. Not Maya. I don't see that It's like, I don't give a... Maya was all about her nigga, like... That's not you at all. I am Joan and sometimes Tony. Yeah. Very, yeah. very rarely. Now that's, yep. Yeah. But definitely Joan more than anything. Yeah. Um, also, um, Rico Nasty, who is like this rapper girl who I've mm. recently become obsessed with her. She is so fucking weird. And she like... Um, her music kind of reminds me of like MySpace and she like screams when she raps and she always wears like platform shoes and she loves like cartoon stuff and like bubblegum stuff mm-hmm. and she's like kind of gothish too but like she's a rapper she literally sounds like you yeah so i'm like fuck like i'm obsessed like i have been listening to nothing but her music um she has a um i think it's an ep or album but it's like I think it's like 13 songs or whatever. I forgot. An EP is short, right? Yeah. So it's albums. One is Sugar Trap 2. And also uh, the story of Taco Bella. It's, it's called Taco <laughs> Bella. Yeah. But yeah, I loved. I, I love her. Um, also, hmm, Khalees, uh, for sure. Um, because she, again, screaming. And she also, like, was one of the first black girls I saw with, like, different color hair. Khalees is on my and, list, too. Oh, oh, I knew that was. Okay, so this is hard because I just thought of somebody else. And I got somebody else on my list. But I think I should probably go with this because this is a throwback. So everybody know I'm obsessed with MySpace. And on MySpace, there was um, this girl. Her name was Tamara bitch face and she Original. was yeah mm-hmm. and she had like this website called i puke glamour and she loved glitter and like rainbow stuff and she was like oh she was like kind of like bubblegum gothy and she would have like um well they call them falls and they're like different color like dreadlocks she used to make those and she wore those and i think she lived in like baltimore but i was absolutely obsessed with her mm-hmm. during my space stuff she would like wear like platform shoes and like furry boots and like stuff like that and I was so obsessed with her and like 
Um, she and like the Spice Girls are like also one of the reasons why I love like platform shoes so much. I mm-hmm. was like, I she's somebody that I like think about now. I'm like, well, I wonder what she's doing because she know. was so popular I on was MySpace. Just thinking that. I'm like, I wonder where she is right now. She probably could if she kept up her weirdness and didn't start a family or something. She probably could have been like, yeah. Some but shit. the thing is, I had googled her like a few years ago and I saw a picture of her where she was like normal, like a white button up and something. And I was like scary but yeah i was so obsessed with her but my my honorable mention person i had SZA on there yeah. because SZA is like honestly i feel like the black fiona apple yeah. and if and she knows is me, awkward yeah SZA she's very awkward. awkward like even at the concert hearing her talking stuff i'm like yo you're fucking you're fucking weirdo yeah and she was like talking about how she was saying how like in high school to the point where she couldn't talk like she's like why am i so fucking fucking awkward that's why she wrote normal girl she's like like yeah. I just want to get a sentence out, and I can look at her. She's like stuttering on stage. Like it's your fucking show. Yeah. And she was stuttering, and she was also telling the story. She's like, y'all ever know how like it's like a guy? She was telling the story, and nobody fucking got it. Like I could just tell the audience was like, what? And she, then she starts singing the song, and I'm like, okay, fine. But yeah, I I give her a pass because she is so awkward. But yeah, I love it so because it's, it's like I feel like black women. We aren't given opportunity to be awkward sometimes, especially like no one understood me in like fifth grade. I wasn't always outspoken. Mm -hmm. I was like really, I had a lot of trouble with speaking. I would get so nervous and I would feel stupid for not having the same stance as everyone else. Yeah, because even when I started college, like my first two years, I didn't talk in class and stuff Mm because I was just like so nervous to talk. And I was just like, especially because like I had never, that was my first time ever being like, well, in elementary school, I had white kids in my class, but like, that's different. Like, and they were the minority, weren't they? Um, elementary school, it was like it was mixed. It was like oh, okay. really 50, 50. 50. but it was it was kind of more black kids. It was probably like seventy five fifty. Right. But yeah, I was just like I didn't talk. Like I was so and I felt like weird because I was fat and like in college <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't like talk like that and then I started like talking. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so SZA, she's a good honorable mention. Yeah. Okay, so my first um is going to be Nina Simone. I feel like Nina Simone was um the original, like, angry with a purpose black girl. Yeah. You know, she was, during that time, she was, like, speaking up and changing her music. She could have been, like, Gladys Knight. She could have been, like, Aretha Franklin, who sang those songs... She, she could have stayed commercial because there was a time where white people was really bopping with Nina Simone, but she took it upon herself to sing what she felt. Yeah. Her voice was not delicate. Her appearance was not delicate. Everything about her was, like, super, super soulful and, like, beautiful. And I, I need to remember that when I feel pressure to be beautiful or, you know, aesthetically pleasing versus, like, my true raw self. So Nina Simone, I think about her so often because it drove her crazy. It really drove her crazy back then wanting to be herself and you know she was married to a man who just would not allow her to really really be herself the way she wanted to was she married to a white man um no she wasn't married to a white man she was married to a guy who was like a police officer or something did she have kids she had a child and she actually had a mental illness and she was abusive to her child like her daughter grew up and forgave her but like there was it's a good i don't know if it's still on netflix it's a good documentary about um um, Nina Simone and her daughter is a part of it and she was just talking about how she had to learn to forgive her mom because like she had a lot going on for her and I would have 
think I would have been driven crazy, like, as an outspoken, like, weird black girl back then. True. There was no lane. There was no lane. And nobody relate to relate to, so you no. felt, like, crazy, like, because nobody was there to validate what you exactly. were saying. Exactly. Like, at least now we have a, it's a few of us, and it's still hard when you got to go to work and nobody like you. But at least you get to come home and go on Twitter and Tumblr, or, like, in our case, just have a best friend that is weird as well. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I, people just, they weren't on that wavelength yet. Um, and I want to say Khalees because, again, I hate you so much right now. Like, I, fuck, that shit really, t- I don't, that, like, possessed me when I was a kid. Like, milkshake, like, ugh, I loved it. Bossy. Yeah, because I was like, wow, I was like, no, black girl, like, really sounds like this. Like, that, that don't was... scream. She was a rock star. Yeah. And she still is. She's just so fucking cool. That's Even why, with motherhood and stuff, That's you know? why I love Rihanna so much, because she is a rock star. Exactly. Um, But, you know, I'm going to go with Issa Rae instead, because I, was gonna I remember... Go, I was going to pick Issa Rae. When I, when I first saw uh, Awkward Black Girl on... Um, YouTube, I remember I never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> she was on a date with, like, a guy. She was trying to be cute, and she ordered a salad. But in her head, she was reading <laughs> the menu, and she said, I could fuck some gumbo up right now. And when she said that I shit, remember. <laughs> I was on my side. Like, I was in my room, like... I never heard nobody else say something like other than us. Like, damn, I could fuck some gumbo up right now. Like... <laughs> Like, that's the shit I think when I'm on a date. I'm like, damn. <laughs> but this fucking taco, this taco supreme sound good as shit. Like, that just was so relatable and funny to me. And just, like, she's the smiles that she does. Issa gets on my nerves as a character, but Issa yeah. Rae herself, like, she can work that carpet and then do for, the For the Dick Challenge. And that's who I want to be. Yeah. All right, and then next I have Solange because Solange oh, yeah, don't give Solange a shit a about what we think. Solange came into her own when everybody thought that all she could be was Beyonce's little sister, and she she just doesn't care. Like, her style is on... She's on another planet. She really shooketh me because at first, like, remember she was doing stuff with Bow Wow and then I know yeah. she started, like, being herself. Yes, and she when she cut her hair off, everybody thought it was the most extreme... Everybody thought a big chop was extreme. <laughs> now everybody do that shit. It's nothing. Um, and Eartha Kitt, she's my um, she's my throwback weird black girl. Like, oh, yeah. She just was <laughs> creepy her whole life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. From the, Until she died, she was weird. And just that interview she had when she was like, <laughs> when she just started laughing, they were asking her like, "Would she change for a minute?" She's like, "Ha ha ha, stupid." <laughs> a man like a picture that me, Eartha fucking kid, changing for a man like, she, the the laugh and say, "Ha ha, stupid." <laughs> That's our actual mood. Okay, so yeah, we just want to give you know a shout out to other like weird black girls out there like Missy Elliott and just normal yeah. Joe Schmoes. Like just keep on being fucking keep being weird. strange. Um, and all right, so let's go um into a toast for assist. Right now, we're gonna give a toast to a girl named Lulu. Now, you might have heard about this. Lulu wears wigs. Okay, now I don't know yep, if sure y'all do. I don't know if y'all went to public school. Okay. But I went to public school, and if you got a ponytail that look a little bit loose, a wig that look not secured, the funniest thing somebody could do to you it's is pull, pull that, that shit. shit off. So Lulu lives in um Tennessee, 
She's 16 years old, and one day, like, these boys were there, $5 to pull her wig off. Five fucking dollars. Five fucking dollars. To embarrass somebody and hurt their feelings. Five dollars. You know what, though? Like, if it was a million dollars, I'd pull a wig off, too. But if it's five dollars to, you know, humiliate somebody, come on. Anyway. Five dollars in Tennessee, probably like a hundred (laughs) dollars. <laughs> they probably like, man, I'm trying to make a better life for my family. Five bucks, please. But all right, so they pulled her wig off and she was bald underneath and she just was crying and she called her mom and her mom was just like horrified that somebody would do this to her child but fucking jokes on them um she started just rocking her naturally bald head and she's gotten shout outs from like Tyra Banks and people don't even realize the reason why she is bald is because she has a scalp condition yeah dickhead yeah like not everybody not just wearing this because they're embarrassed or you know she has a condition that causes her hair to break out to itch all these different types um of scalp paralysis and it just doesn't sound comfortable and the wigs probably made it more uncomfortable but she'd rather be uncomfortable than be fucking bullied yeah and she was bullied anyway even yeah. with the wigs so yeah jokes on you like tyra banks all these people have just been giving her a shout out but you know i really resonated with this story because one time in the seventh grade and if you're around me long enough this will be one of the first stories i'll tell you yeah i was in <laughs> class minding my business with my little drawstring ponytail on and some boy pulled my ponytail off and when i tell you i saw red i was known for being quiet like i was known for like being gentle. I was even known for letting people talk about me and not saying anything. But when that nigga pulled my points <laughs> off my head, I got him up against that chalkboard and start fucking him up. And he was a wrestler. He was on a wrestling team. So And he played football. So he was supposed to be tough. He's supposed to be big. But I mopped that chalkboard up and down. <laughs> and I remember once people got me off of him, he turned around and the back of his body was all white from the chalkboard. Like his hair was white. The back of his shirt. He was so embarrassed. So Lulu I understand like people pull when they pull your wig off and you I just start wearing wigs like two years ago because I was that scarred yeah from it so leave leave our hair alone yeah leave the motherfuck alone mind your fucking business how would you like if somebody went to your fucking fat ass mom house and pull her fucking wig off and we know that shit not secure it's not because old heads they don't be wearing wigs with combs they don't be putting them down they plop them bitches right on top of their head and just go about making beans or whatever else they do with their day so it's like you know that bitch look like the penguin without it I picture it like somebody like waddling like that. <laughs> People like that always got like big moms. Yep, mom and never ball hit it. And they they have to go fetch their mom's wig from like off of a lampshade <laughs> or something. Like I don't know. But all right, so now we're moving into tea time. But guess what? We're still talking about hair because again, black when we always got some shit going on don't with hair. Touch my hair. It's beautiful. <laughs> but, um, so there's a woman in California, Lancaster, California, which who knew that that was a place. Yeah. She walked into the Walmart and all the African-American hair products, all the Cantu, all the Shea Moisture, all that shit was behind glass. Even the bonnets, the do-rags, and the combs, which were like 89 cents. It was all behind glass. And in order to get it, uh, like, employee would have to unlock the glass and bring it to the register now this woman pulled out her uh, phone 
and she started to record like the fact that the other product, the head and the shoulders, the Garnier Fructis, all that shit, that wasn't behind the glass. And she was like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, as a natural, I love the experience of walking through, like reading what different products do. Yeah. Because sometimes just seeing it is not enough. Like, you need to look on the back and like, okay, is this a moisturizer? Is this a deep conditioner? Why do I need both these things? Everything looks so similar. And somebody kind of takes that experience away. It's just like, once again, white people interfering with things that have that don't have to do with them. And she's so in Walmart because she said that it's discrimination and they made her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Good for her. Get your fucking coin. Fucking sue them. And then Walmart released a comment that was just, they were def- they were what saying the that. fuck they got this toy? <laughs> they were saying we're sensitive to this situation and also understand like other retailers that some products such as electronics, automotive, cosmetics, and other personal care products are subject to additional security. Those determinations are made on a store-by-store basis using data supporting the need for the heightened measures. We take this situation seriously and look forward to addressing it with the court. I've never seen hair products in those things. They have condoms um, behind those glasses. Pregnancy tests. Uh, yeah, pregnancy tests. They have, um, I've never even seen cosmetics. Oh, deodorant. I see that behind. So what's your stuff. data saying though? Is your data saying that women with natural hair still more? Are you saying that black people still more? What is your data saying? Because if you feel like <laughs> then put it all, put it all back there. Put it all put it all back there. Because guess what? A thief is a thief. A thief don't have standards as to you know what I need my shit sulfate free. A thief goes <laughs> through that head and shoulders too. Why did you do that? Like there had to be a particular reason. They full of shit. And Walmart just was selling. Um, they was just selling fake cosmetics too. First of all, if beauty the beauty supply store on 29th and uh, Dolphin don't have to put their shit behind a glass wall, Lancaster, California, I'm sure they don't either. Hello, because even um hair buzz. Yeah, the hair buzz. They um the only thing is now with the weave they have it out. But on the um the rack, there's like a clip where you can't like take it off the like rack or right. thing like that. But I'm trying to think what the fuck is behind glass in here, but it's like nothing it, like jewelry, jewelry if it's behind the, yeah. the counter. But that makes sense. But, but the like, shampoo and eighty nine no. cent combs that the woman was saying these combs are like eighty nine cents, and I can't even get it to touch it. Like beauty is an experience. You have to feel, touch, and read what you're what you're getting. So, like, fuck Walmart. And this is why I don't shop there. I got one thing from Walmart recently. It was called Fix-A-Flat when I had a flat tire. And that's because it was nothing else around. And oh, it was yeah. dark. And it's fucking on because I usually... Because, you know, first of all, I love appropriating redneck culture. That's, yeah. like, my favorite thing. Right. And I just found out that fucking Dick Sporting Goods sell, like, real tree camo, like, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's fucking on. I don't got to go to Walmart no more for that. Yeah, so... Like, Walmart, I hope she she sucks them dry. I really do. All right, so let's talk about the Super Bowl now. So, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but the Philadelphia Eagles, um, they won the Super Bowl. The Eagles won the fucking Super Bowl. That is something that I wanted to see when I was fucking 13 years old. I'll never fucking forget 2005. They went to the Super Bowl and they fucking lost. And I was they, they got their ass whipped though. Didn't they, they? they did. And, I, and um, my aunt and my dad had to pick me off the floor. I was crying. Dramatic. Uh, <laughs> so dramatic. But um, I was very happy, even though I had fell back from you know football. I just was like so 
happy to see that. I couldn't I still watch. can't believe it. Yeah, it's so it don't feel real. It's crazy. That's their first Super Bowl. It's crazy. It's it's crazy because I feel like the Eagles ain't say shit this whole time, and the fact that they came out to like meat mill. I know that, that shit, shit like moved me. Now I missed it when it first happened, so I thought because I didn't see it live, mm-hmm. it wouldn't trigger anything in me. But when I watched it the second time, I'm like, this is beautiful. Like I cannot believe this. Like they represent in my city, and it wouldn't have been so crazy. But everybody counted them out. Like everybody's like, no, the Eagles can't do it. Like yeah. they fucking beat. <laughs> The Patriots and I fucking hate. That is so hate. funny. It's two teams that I was raised to hate, and that's the fucking Patriots and the Cowboys. And, the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. and I fucking I don't even hate know them. why we hate the Cowboys. I don't. I but was guess thinking about what? that the other day. I, asked, I, don't, I don't know why we hate. But the I hate them because my mom, my mom told me um, that we hate them. So I, d- I do. That's how I feel. I said, "How come?" She said, "Oh, it's just a thing. Like we just hate the cow." I'm true. I don't know why I'm fucking questioning this. I hate them. So. And I fucking hate the Patriots because I used to be, well, because my, fa- my favorite um, football player is Peyton Manning, who's retired. And he played for the Colts. And the Colts' rival team was the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, pff, fucking hate the Patriots. Um, and so, yeah. Well, Tom Brady, I just can't fuck with. And I, I don't fucking like Tom. Tom Brady, Brady seemed like that guy, that white guy you work with on a project in class, and like you think, oh, okay, cool, like he ain't so bad. And then you see him in the next class, and he don't recognize you. You yes. like, we just fucking did an eleven-page paper together, and you, like, I ain't even fuck with you like that. But we were in the same room for <laughs> hours on end. He seemed like he'd be like, um. Hey, and I be like, like your name Jacuba, right? You flat faced <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like I can't believe you doing I this. I cannot to me. fucking. So no, him. and I just was cracking up at his outfit that he came in. Did you see? He had like a trench coat on, and he had like spiky hair. Oh yeah, somebody and, say he like a divorced uh, mom. <laughs> somebody say he looked like he about to drop like a fire like German pop <laughs> album. Like I don't know. It's just that outfit was terrible. Like that was a loser's outfit. He should have known. And but, he needs to go fucking home. He I didn't know he was forty years old. Oh wow. You need to give it a rest. When he dropped that ball, I was crying. <laughs> like, because I, here's the thing. I don't really watch football. I would, like, sleep for most of the time. I would just wake up when I heard people screaming. Each time I woke up, I'm like, did we win? I, first of all, I couldn't slip it if I wanted to. Oh, yeah. My dad's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I heard your dad in North Philly, I'll tell you. Because if you want to, Sabrina dad loud as hell when he he really loves But sports. my mom doesn't know how to watch sports. But she tries to pretend like she gets things. So she, like, will scream. And I'm, it's just so violent. She was, they were running. And it wasn't, like, somebody about to make a touchdown. They were just doing a normal, like, anticlimactic run. And my mom going to scream, get his ass! And I was like, you need to go to bed. Because you, you don't know how to do sports right. I used to, uh, the most depressing thing was when I used to watch sports, so when I used to watch football alone <laughs> in college because I went to fucking art school and nobody yeah, likes, nobody fucking likes sports. And I used to be like saying stuff and I would be in watching alone. People would look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with her? But the funny thing is everybody in my house, even my fucking dog had Eagle stuff on except for me because <laughs> I am not allowed to wear sports things because the last time I wore a jersey, my team lost. So, well, look, it worked uh, this time. It did. So, I will never wear any sports gear when the team is playing. 
But also the the jersey I was wearing was a Colts jersey, but the Pey- but Peyton Man was playing for the Broncos. That could be it. But yeah, I'm not fucking with some, it. Yeah, just leave it alone. <laughs> Stay out of it all. And you know what's funny? Uh, this is terrible, but like I know my dad loved me, but I didn't realize how much he loved me be- until I saw how much jerseys were. Like authentic jerseys are like one hundred and twenty dollars, yeah, and my dad bought me an authentic jersey of a team that's not even his. Like he bought like my team jersey. Yeah, that, my mom would never, and I was like, wow, that's my mom's. Love. My mom's favorite thing to say is like, if you want, but I don't even like that. Why would I spend money? It's like because I want it. That's why you was spending. It's when I sprained my um ankle. I guess, did you feel better? I did. I, was, I felt like a champion. <laughs> but my ankle still limp, limp as fuck. But, um, yeah, so now we're having a parade, which I hate parades, but I want to be a part of it. Uh, Rex said something about we should do, um, like, you like report like you know like oh black girl country. I know it now, I so feel cool. pr- now I feel pressure I to feel go. pressure too and I'm like I really like I only like, cause when I say the whole fucking city of Philadelphia is shut the fuck not down not just the city and yeah and then people from the surrounding fucking area cause like, I fucking work at a school kids need school <laughs> The fucking school district was the first place to cut down, to shut down. The school district of Philadelphia was the first. They ain't gonna play themselves. First yesterday, of all, mm-hmm. on Tuesday, the janitor um, was like, "Did you know that we closed?" I said, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, Thursday." He, he showed me six ABC fucking credible news source. School district closed they shut down. down. They put out a statement. The school district. And my my. I ain't even have to wonder like on what I'm what law I'm gonna make up to get out of this shit. My supervisor was like, "Hey, so if anybody wants to use any personal time, just let me know." And you have like a salary job. Yeah, like, I I people work need in you. the healthcare <laughs> people. industry, and everybody was just like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking coming in." It was it's to that point. So Everything I don't know. I'm down. just like I hate big crowds of people, but my little brother wants to come. Sabria wants to go. I don't know how we will meet each other. I don't know how we would get there. So. And then I keep thinking, like, wow, if everybody will be there, no one will be, like, at the gym or maybe the gym shut down. Nobody will be, like, oh at the God. post office. Nobody going to be. True. I can use all that time with people at the parade oh to do God. shit that I want to do that I can't. That's true. Like, I could do, go to the post office. I couldn't fucking do backflips and jump rope at the gym. Exactly. Because <laughs> nobody's going to be there. That's why I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity I just picture myself like running in the middle of the street. Like it will be, it's gonna be great. So we'll see if we're gonna go to the parade or not. Yeah. We'll All right. So Matthew Knowles decided to talk yet again. Um, <laughs> he has a book coming out um, that explores colorism. It's a great title for the book. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, it is. What the hell is great it? Oh, okay. T- Racism from the eyes of a child. And he talk about some real shit. Like he talk about how Tina Knowles was white when he first met him. He and she was like, yeah, he yeah. <laughs> She wasn't white <laughs> then, and then all of a sudden she was just I'll like say, surprised. Say, you can't say something like that when Rachel Dolezal exists, and you can't say something like that when the Kardashians. They were really that can happen. You can meet a black man and then just become black because they would have been on that shit if that technology was available. But no, Tina knows one hundred percent was black when he met her. But <laughs> she, he thought that Tina knows was white, and that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why he went after her. And the reason why he did that is because all throughout his life, his mom would feed him this like poisonous rhetoric, like don't bring home no dark nappy headed this and. One thing, Matthew knows ain't shit, but one thing I I can appreciate is he can look back at his life and say a lot of 
things that a lot of black men are going through now but cannot admit that yeah. you are fucking chasing a white woman not just because this white woman is nice but because you're insecure with yourself mm-hmm. that's 100% the Which, case sometimes um, half of the NFL I mean ha- NBA all half the celebrity Rappers. black men it's like <laughs> you can tell the ones that really really it's not about like yeah. if they white or not like, I really don't feel like Ice-T is dating his wife because she white yeah cause I think his first um, I don't know if that was his wife or whatever but mm-hmm. the first woman his um, his uh, child's wife I think she was black yeah and it's just there are several instances of that happening like I have an uncle and he has a white woman oh, and yeah. never in my life did I ever feel like he was like oh my god I love this white yeah, woman yeah I never so felt like he just don't even me- they don't even mention it like and she 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 stands for her black children like she knows how to raise black children yeah. the right way so anyway uh, Matthew knows kind of pointed out that you know, black women in the industry, the ones who get the most attention are the Mariah Carey's, the Rihanna's, um, the Nicki Minaj's, and his kids, basically saying that Beyonce and a lot of people benefit from light skin privilege, and that's the reason why, you know, they're out. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that there's not enough Patti LaBelle's and Lauryn Hill. Now, you can go tit for tat and go, nuh-uh, that's not right. Beyonce ain't make it because she was light skin, which is 100% fucking truth. But you, come on, name a a chocolate uh, superstar. My thing is, I feel like Normani on um, way. is on definitely on her way. If they just let her break from the fucking cha- shackles called Fifth Harmony. Amara Lenagra is yeah, on her way. Yeah, she's definitely on her way. If Justine Scott get up from under the um, Kylie Jenner ass, <laughs> she's, she's on, on her, her way. way. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whitney Houston, again, she did it, but I'm like, these but all my these girls are now. Is, what about then when is, Beyonce was coming up but, in the 90s? But my thing is, a lot of bitches are not doing what Beyonce, like dancing. Like, so, yeah. like you can't say the Lauren Hill, because Pay LaBelle is somebody that she sings and stands. Lauren Hill don't even barely show up. And if she do, to, it's going to be 20 minutes when she's supposed to be getting off the stage. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, to say, you know, they benefit from light skin privilege is is one thing because, like, Beyonce's don't come a dime a dozen. Yeah. They really don't. Now, you can say that about Nicki. I'm sorry. You can say that about, like, Nicki Minaj. You can say that about Rihanna sometimes because mm-hmm. part of Rihanna's gag is how beautiful she is. Like, yeah. You can't say that about Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey's voice and her penmanship back in her day, mm-hmm. unfucking touchable Yeah. So there are certain people that you can not credit all of their success, but part of the, their success to them being light-skinned, but not just light-skinned, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Because, like, Rihanna is not just light-skinned, like, you know, out here. She's gorgeous. Yeah, because I don't even recognize um, Rihanna. Rihanna as light-skinned. Like, Me I don't neither. really, like, see no. that. I don't see her. it in a lot of people, but that's how it manifests in ways where you don't know why you like people, but something about them is safe. Because, like, okay, for instance, I don't know if I could tie this into I probably can because it's, like, colorism, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Rex was saying that how it's obvious while why... Because uh, I didn't get the reply to what he was saying, mm-hmm. um, but uh, that's why I'm, like, um, addressing it now. A lot of Cardi B's success is because she's, like... But, like, I don't feel like that for Cardi B because mm-hmm. she is... Because we know likes and girls like her in the hood who are less, like, you know, crass. They're not polished. They're, you know, whatever. They're mm-hmm. not, like... My thing is, I feel like with her, with Cardi B, is numbers. Like, they see how likable she is. She's pulling in numbers. Numbers yeah. equals money. And she's and, attractive. You know, yeah. But she's and attractive. She, and I don't know what people would have given her the time. But remember, her was, teeth was... But that's not... Got, her teeth don't got nothing to do with her complexion. 
Because if she, she had those teeth plus she was dark-skinned, I feel like we wouldn't have ever even gave a shit. Because there are plenty of dark-skinned, funny girls on Instagram, like Just Baby, who's been doing it for longer than Cardi Just B. Just Living Baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Amber? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amber, Just Living Baby. She hasn't gotten half the opportunity. Look at Tokyo Vanity. She was, like, rapping my best friend this, but she was fat and she was dark-skinned. So I do think that, like, Cardi B's appeal comes with her attraction. Mm-hmm. And I do think her being lighter makes people feel uncom- more comfortable. Okay. And that's why I'm, I'm, I feel like Amara Lanagra, like, when Charlamagne was trying to compare them together, mm-hmm. she's like, well, no. The, one, it's an American market. Yeah. And two, you know... She is light-skinned. She doesn't mm-hmm. look... Come on. I just don't... You The fact that we have to wonder if she would have made it if she was dark-skinned mm-hmm. shows that there's a... Like, it's it's really, really a problem mm-hmm. because we know that that would knock people down. If yeah, that's very true. Because it makes people less comfortable. That's very true because, like, with the Tokyo Vanity thing, she... um. She did that, my best friend. And people like celeb, like Kylie Jenner and her sister was like um, doing Young that. Thug. And Young Thug Made took a, a song. song out of it. And no, she never got any credit for it. Like it never came back to yeah. her. And I don't even, because I haven't followed her because I think she said something homophobic. Yeah. But like come coming back, I don't know. Like she's not as big as I feel like she should have, you know, should right. be at this And time. I feel like people only stand for dark skin women they want to fuck. Like, that's, that's very true. Or that they think is attractive. Or oh, that's like greased up. Yeah, that's like oiled up. Or in Lapita. Yeah. Which, again, she may like... Because respectability pro- politics. Po- yeah, she's quiet, she's thin, she's regal. And I, I don't know, like, I do agree that, you know... But Beyonce, I think Beyonce makes it her business to make sure you know why she made it to where she is yeah. and has nothing to do She with doesn't Beyonce. rely on just being light-skinned. Just like how... Not like, just being light-skinned, For instance, being like, attractive. like Cassie, I feel like she probably tried to rely on <laughs> yeah. being light-skinned and, and so was like, that ain't enough, baby. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, that shit is not Christina Milian. Yeah. she's been dipping it lower and lower and lower every year. Like, that's just, it just didn't ride for her. Um, Sierra... Ooh, I don't know if Sierra's light skin or not, because you know I don't know complexion. Yeah, but she's um, not light skin. But you know what I mean? It's just it's just, just gonna be happening for people sometimes. Yeah. So, but yeah, good conversation. Okay, yeah, that is because I I was wondering because I was like because I had my perspective on, but it wasn't something that I was set in. Like mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted I need to hear somebody like say something else, and I'm like, okay, now it clicks since you came with the like you know saying about the Tokyo you know and just living baby something like. Oh, like yeah, it's they just as funny. Like, They've been on the internet doing the same thing. No deals, no endorsements, no mm-hmm. TV show offers. Not to say that it doesn't happen to any dark-skinned women who are heavy set, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying it happened before her. And Cardi B is special as well. Like again, I don't want to just attribute all her success to her being light-skinned and attractive. Yeah, That's no. like insulting. Yeah. But I would be stupid to not look at that and be like, oh yeah, that shit played a part. It yeah. definitely played a part. Yeah. Um, all right, so now we're going to move. This is just funny. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this. So Doritos is making a crunch-free or crunch-less <laughs> for women. and That shit is dumb. Like, what the fuck is wrong? And I know, like, what the fuck is wrong with, like, sh- sh- like cis straight people? Like, well, and yeah, and it was a woman who, you know, a woman who was the CEO of Frito-Lay, the parent company of Pepsi, and pretty much in charge of this. She was excited. She said that um, there's a new chip that will be designed and packaged differently to reduce the crunch and limit the amount of flavor that gets stuck on consumers' fingers. Because 
because women we just fucking can't stand flavor to get on our fingers. <laughs> no, that's the loud. best fucking part. I'm about to say, first of all, I love crunching. I love when you find the chips that are folded over. Yeah. You know? And you like, Sam, dun dun. <laughs> when you crunch, it's like, yes, like I wanna shake the world. And I obviously hate doing it at work. Like, I'm always self-conscious <laughs> at work. At work, if I'm, like, nibbling, I'm like, do y'all hear me? Because, like, you know, I eat ice. Like, I'm an ice eater. And I'm always like, damn, do people hear me, like, crunching over here? So I'm like, say that you're creating a crunch, a crunchless chip for, like, people who are at quiet. Not like, just for I don't know, women. Librarians or something. Yeah. But don't say that you're creating it for women because we are so dang. Like, first of all, we eat chips and one at a time. And then 1950s ass, like thought process like we like chips because we like them not i have never in my life said unless i'm going to a presentation all right i don't want to get these chips because i don't want to be loud i don't give a fuck and also like a lot of women have are just getting over like the fear of like eating like yeah. you know in front of me like don't bring that Dates shit back and stuff like that now you're trying to like you know cradle that insecurity and feed it and fuel it make it grow and i'm like no let that shit go let that let it let that stay in the 90s now crunchless chips in the 90s yeah and i'm like what the fuck are y'all putting in it to make it crunchless they're probably just gonna make it thinner like and if that's the case we could just eat pringles (laughs) (laughs) because they're good and they don't crunch oh <laughs> no, no, it's so funny. Like, I can picture her really think it's a good idea. Like, well, we have a new project coming out, and I think you guys are And I feel love like it. they had chips like that in the 90s. <sighs> no thanks. I like, I'll keep my crunch and um, the flavor, like, less flavor on your finger. That translates to tasting less good. Yeah. And Doritos don't need less flavor. Like, they're perfect the way they are. Even though I can't really eat them anymore because of this whole vegan thing. You but said eat what? Doritos. Um, is flavored. I purple don't thing. like those. Oh, They're too like tangy. The they give me um. They gave me uh acid reflux. Oh. Every time I look at those, I'm like, oh, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, bad news. I like the regular red pack or the spicy ones. I don't even remember how those. I'm not, I, don't know. I remember how they taste and they were pretty delicious. But it's okay. I'm a vegan now. I'm happy. Um. So Kylie Jenner had a baby, which who would have thunk, right? She hasn't posted I any never photos. thought I'd say this, but I honestly thought she was smarter than that. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay, she had this baby, and she announced it on Instagram. It was, like, it was a long-ass letter. And I was like, hey, yeah, so I had a baby, and I hit it because I didn't <laughs> want it to be sh- I knew this shit was important, and I needed to be healthy, and y'all would have stressed me out. And y'all would judge me for being young and pregnant, and y'all had been all up in my business because I'm Kardashian, and... Or Jenner, or both, whatever. And I just really, really want to try my business. Inspiring Kardashian. That's fine. Like, when she said that, I'm like, cool. Like, fine. We knew. We've been new, sis. Yeah, and that's your business. Like, if you want to keep your pregnancy on the low because you know you'll be bombarded with, like, attention and all this other shit, like, I totally cannot blame you Mm -hmm. for that. Then she released a 11-minute video of, like, a montage of all the pregnancy stuff. And I'm like, um... I don't really get why you would release that after just saying how you wanted she to be private. I mean, I guess you just she just wanted her health to be private, and then she just want to put out everything else. Like a Jenner Kardashian, vanity, vanity, vanity. I didn't watch that shit. I, said, I did not I watch said, it either. Eleven, <laughs> eleven minutes. No. The- <laughs> yeah. Right. 
First of all, 11 minutes of anything other than Beyonce, Blue Ivy, or Rihanna. Or like a Alyssa Ashley video. Exactly. 11 minutes of, just for information, like I'm newsy for sure. I love information. Oh, for sure. But I ain't 11 minutes newsy. I'm not. So I was like, For somebody that I don't like. Actually can't stand. Yeah. So, mm -mm. nah, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it at all. And then, you know, I just really sit back and I'm, this is how newsy I am, though. I do have time. But please go in. I thought to myself, all right, so when did her and fucking Tiger broke, break up? Because I <laughs> do thought... Do the math. Do the math. Because I thought Travis Scott and her were like a rumor. And then I realized, okay, early 2017. Early 2017. So I'm like, all right, okay, when in 2017? I looked online and a quote from her said that she broke up with him in April 2017. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, damn, if this bitch dropped the baby February 1st of 2018, mm-hmm. that means she had to get pregnant around May. Mm-hmm. So you broke up with one nigga in April and then mm-hmm. got pregnant with the next one in May? Mm-hmm. So you rolled a nigga that, and you just broke up and like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If Willow Smith, if Willow Smith, okay, back in the day, church, Tia Tamara, church, if Kyla Pratt, what? Any of them would have pulled this shit. Okay. Y'all would have buried their like asses, and not six feet, twelve feet of like. Oh, okay. but now everybody's celebrating. It's cute. It's funny. It's sweet. Everybody talking about they crying, looking oh. at the video. <laughs> you really was going. <laughs> But no, like, since when is that shit the cute? Because she may have dropped this baby at 20. She, she got pregnant at 19. And mm. she just be staring half the time. And in the video, I heard, because I ain't watching it, that she said <laughs> she was born to be a mother. I'm like, um, yeah, so the fuck am I. But because... <laughs> somebody said, anybody else... <laughs> somebody said, yeah, everybody with a cunt head. <laughs> I know. If we just talking about basic reproductive shit, yeah, we all are, you know, for... Really, that's the only point of living. It's not just fucking you. You're not special. But it, if you say, are you saying that you wanted to be a mom your whole life? You should want to be a mom so bad that you make better better decisions. You can argue that she rich. She can take care of this child. She can do whatever she want. It is fucking irresponsible to have a child with a nigga you just started fucking with. I need, I need, I need, yes. I need. <laughs> No, for and then real. him, he looking like a fucking dengus walking around. He looked around. like a fucking in, uh, infected toe. Big, I was going to say a big toe with braids. Like, that's yeah. exactly what he looked like. And toe's and like a new he, rager in town. I really thought he was smarter than that because he's talented. He, he really is. is. And I was like, what? This is Travis Scott? Yeah, yeah Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. You know Travis Scott and Kanye got a really close relationship. Yeah, you know uh, what? Because I saw him. Like, Travis produced shit for uh, Kanye. Okay, well, oh. Eric was just saying that Travis Scott and Kanye got a really close connection, so that's probably so they how both in the sunken place. They both are, yeah. I don't he know. probably grabbed my nigga hand, and they probably went down. One tear came out of his eye. <laughs> it's like fuck. I guess I'm over with. But yeah, and yeah. that made him even more talented. He produced stuff for Kanye West, and I think he, he played a big part in Anti Rihanna, and that's yeah. one of my favorite albums by her. That song, that shit he is so good. He's fucking talented. So it's like he's talented. I didn't even know that because he doesn't market himself. 
No, he doesn't. He doesn't say anything. He does. And Rihanna just started hanging out with him. Like I don't even know if they were dating or yeah. And I around. thought he was cool from hanging out with Rihanna because I'm like he, Rihanna don't hang around. No, a lot she of new don't. People. She don't. But then you seen he stopped, right? Yeah. And why? And I think Rihanna just be like, no, he he on some weird fuck shit. Like I don't know yeah. what happened. Obviously, obviously. But no, that's what she said. That's what. But something tells me that she said <laughs> she stopped fucking with him because of Kylie Jenner. That's what I would want. That would make me happy because I just they are on such fuck shit like when i look and at what, this girl and what did you call them email what are they they're ghetto okay they're hood rats okay i say this about the kardashians all the time they are fucking hood rats they do so much they do so much that like black china delicious all these fashion over slash video girls do and they just like and uh, they get shamed for yeah they get shamed for it, and they get put on the level they get put in a separate category exactly like 19 when you have so many resources for like contraception and stuff here's the thing and i know i can speak for you on this I have so much respect for motherhood, so much respect for just raising children. That's why I don't have any. That's why I do all that I can to not have them because I know that I am not in the right place. And I know people say, like, you know, once you have it, you change or whatever. But my mental state is so, you know, up in the air and stuff like that that I don't I don't want to rely on having a child and see if that changes for me. I want to yeah. know. I want to know that I, I feel like, okay, this is right. I'm not scared. There's no fear. In my, I mean, all, there's always going to be a sense of yeah. fear. But, like, you know what I'm saying? That uncertainty, like, oh, no, I can't do this. Like, I'm not ready. I want to be ready. And I want to, like, you know, be, like, I want to feel like I want to have a clear conscience. And I want to feel like, okay, I've done everything that I wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, anything else. I want to do I can do it eventually but I don't feel like oh fuck well I wish I would have went to this place you know before yeah. I just said I don't want to feel like that and you know what I'm not we're not shaming teen mothers because we have no, we, I not. have friends who are fantastic mothers who have had children young and they do the damn thing mm-hmm. but here's the problem here's the difference okay they had these kids when they were young and they didn't know any better they didn't have half the education and the resources that mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner have and if you talk to them now because most of them are 25 or so Mm-hmm. They would tell you that shit was not planned. Yeah. They would tell you that if they could, they would do better. Exactly. And it's like, she like the thing is, Erkin is like, she's portraying this as like, oh, it was like, you know, it's, it's not like a oops, like, you know, yeah. whatever. Because that's what the fuck it was. Yeah. And then her girlfriend, Jordan, who's another dumb, dumb dickhead, dickhead was narrating the 11 minute video and was like, you know, when you're 20, you don't know a lot about life. Like, you don't know what you want to do. You know, everything's changing because you're not a teenager no more, but you're not an adult. One thing she was sure about was you. So you just said you don't know shit about your life. You don't know where you want to do. You just became, it's the most confusing time of your life. And you thought, you know what will make this better? A baby. A baby with a nigga that I barely know. Like, and like, it's irking because like, people posting like the jewelry that he got on something. They're like, oh, this is love. This and third. Y'all, like, not to sound like Alana Del poem but you motherfuckers are so desperate for somewhere to lay your head that you will just like portray anything as love anything anything you're so desperate to find like to be like oh my gosh this person this and third blah 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 love is this is fast love at first sight blah 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 this and love is fast yeah everybody think love is fast no lust is yeah you know what you can have it now but you won't have it for long yeah that's just what i go by when you like people like for instance like when i was 
you know, with my ex, like we got together like a week. Like we were, we known each, we knew each other. No, actually, we knew each other for a few days, mm-hmm. and then we started dating. And then we was dating, and like, um, like months and stuff would pass and stuff. And then he would do stuff, and I would be like, God, like you know. And I didn't know that about him because we just rushed it like so because you build something up in your head yeah who that a person is in your head versus who they really are are two different people exactly because we knew each other for like like five like barely for a week yeah so yeah collagen is dumb if you on board with this bless you um yeah and we're moving on we're so over time (laughs) but it's okay right eric it's totally fine that we're over time right you said you're what? Okay. Oh yeah. Never Eric mind. don't care. Eric don't give a shit. I always <laughs> think that he's over there like pissed I off at us. I keep on telling you that, you mind. Because I probably would be pissed. That's why I don't know. So all right, let's move on into the sunken place. <laughs> um, even I, it probably sound like that was the sunken place, but actually it wasn't. We have more people that <laughs> that we think are stupid. Um, Raven Simone. So Raven, her saggy face. She been dumb. And here's the thing: when you evil. And you black, it shows with your age. Like, none of us, Angela Bassett out here looking a smooth 34 years old, right? Yeah. But then we got Raven Simone who just says terrible things. And she looks 57. And that's crazy because, like, people, like, remember on Facebook? Well, I, I don't know if they still do it because I don't have Facebook. But, um, like, it was like, I don't know who made it up, but it was like, you make your profile picture your celebrity <laughs> twin. Yeah. Mine was always Raven Simone. So people were like, oh, that's <laughs> you. Like, you know, Raven Simone. I'm like, me. Me and this bitch look nothing alike anymore. Like her face looks like a like a pulled testicle. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all in the jowls. Yeah. The jowls. jowls. The jowls just <laughs> say. And I'm like, who did you hurt? Like what happened? Who did you, what mm. She looked terrible. I feel like she'd been on Earth secretly for like a thousand years, and she got like like it like she got to find a new child to feed on, or else she's her age starts showing and she starts looking real like old. My uh my dad said um she need to go back to being a fucking kid. I'm yeah, like, since that's so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you haven't done that. You haven't just went back to childhood, but um. Yeah, so Raven is in a sunken place because she posted this photo, and in this photo, it's like, uh, shit, T.I., Yo Gotti, Big Sean, Jay-Z, Diddy, um, Swiss Beats, and a bunch of other just, like, black, oh, DJ Khaled, men who are in the industry. Um, And she reposted it from somebody else, but it says, a group of so-called successful black men, minus Khaled racially, who became rich... I guess you're talking about DJ Khaled. Mine is DJ Khaled, who became rich and famous from perpetrating the worst black stereotypes to the ears and eyes of the whole planet, like drug dealing, pimping, murdering other black men, and disrespecting black women. I know making observations is being a hater. Cheers. So Raven posted that, and she posted a comment like, hmm, and a heart. Like, she was trying to be shady towards all these people. Now, don't get me wrong. As a black woman, the misogyny in rap, I can't deny that, and it gets uncomfortable sometimes yeah but i know when it's plain old disrespectful versus when it's just a bop like versus when it's just a bop because the thing is i'll hear them say like um 
like chicken wings and fries. We don't go on dates, and you could say like, that damn, shit really you. somebody, yeah, that that <laughs> did trigger me. But then I start thinking about it like with men, and I'll be like, like that. Oh, that's a chicken wings and fries type of nigga. I ain't going on dates with him. And then like, I start realizing I do the exact same thing. Yeah. But to men, like I do. So sometimes you just have to take a lyric as a lyric, and when people take it too far, like Rick Ross did when he was saying he put a pill into yeah. my drink, she ain't even. Now that was something I was like, I can't even bop to that. No, shit. you can't bop to that. Not even that, but nothing else he says anymore. Yeah. So you want to talk about Ti and Jay? This was their past. They did. They did drug deal. To and get also, by. my thing is, um, white people do that shit in their music too. Like, yeah, they just don't say it as clearly. They be trying to say it like as in the form of metaphors. Yeah, and like screaming and stuff like that. Like, it's like they, cause I listen to like you know rock and also like um, a song everybody know like pour some sugar on me. Like that song is like so sexist. Like it's yeah. so, but everybody's like at the football game, like at like eight times to get sweet. Like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. But nobody ever like talks about that. It's like black people always get penalized for stuff, exactly. and it has to be held to like certain standard. That's why when I was a kid, I didn't. I'm like, who the fuck do I have to look up to? Because like black people always had to be like portrayed as perfect, and like there could never be a black person doing shit that like Marilyn Manson does. Right. That there could never be like a black person doing shit like fucking Ozzy Osbourne like biting fucking heads off Dove and shit like. Even yeah. though like I would. Yeah, now. But like when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, this is fucking rock and roll. Like doing shit like that. I'm like, like people can never do stuff like that because every time we do it, it's fucking criminal. But like when they do it, it's fucking rock and roll. And it was it's their history. experience. And that's like not yeah, all. that was their experience. It's, some, a sto- it's storytelling. It's a story. It's storytelling. And to sum it up, to that's what all, that's the only thing they've done. That's the only thing they've done in their career. They haven't done any partnerships. They haven't grown other artists. They haven't played in movies. They haven't wrote movies. They haven't. Um, giving back to any charities that's the only thing they've done is perpetrate the terrible things and I'm like you know what Raven I don't know if you know you're a nigger or not but you are you really really are you need to watch whose side you're on because if you think for one second because you say shitty things like this white people gonna be on your side because I really think that that's what she believes sometimes like she thinks that she gonna keep getting that white coin if she like disowns her own but they don't give a fuck about you sis they really don't just shut the fuck up and do what's that called rat 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 till raven (laughs) honestly she is a rat at this point whatever the fuck she doing raven's house or something yeah just keep on being on Raven's she house not, with your big think, eyes and falling down. Yeah, she think that people are not supposed to grow up like her. She's hasn't she lives in like a fantasy world where everybody is just on Disney Channel all the time. So she can't she only sees things as black and white. She doesn't see things as like, oh shit, yeah, drug dealing is wrong, but you know, Jay Z lived in a project and he was poor and, and his that's father all the left fuck him. He knew. And like you know, you know how much shit Jay Z has fucking done, even though he like, you know, cheated ain't on Beyonce. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was his biggest like, and he's still paying for that and he will be for the rest of his life. So you don't worry about that because we that's taken care of. But like don't come on now. And then, you know, T.I., of course, he wrote back. And I'm surprised it wasn't long-winded. He said, our sins ain't no greater than yours, man. The air must be thin as hell up there on your high horse you're sitting on. Somebody please let me know what the fuck is up with Shorty. <laughs> the most southern read I've heard in a while. But, like, yeah, what is up with Shorty, though? Seriously. What the fuck is I got a vision. I have a vision of her shutting the fuck up. 
Yes, so. please. All right, that's it for the Sunken Place, Raven. Have a seat. Um, moving on into common senses. This week we're talking about black-owned businesses. Now, last week we talked about, um, we spoke a little bit about the Milano situation where a girl who's marketing herself to be a high-end fashion designer. Luxury. Yeah, oh, yeah, luxury brand. It was actually selling H&M things, um, $15 H&M shirts for like $70 or $80 one. Now, the problem with this is not that it's wholesale like other brands do. It's the problem of it is that you're just customizing versus designing, and mm-hmm. there's a difference if you're passionate about it the way you say you are mm-hmm. to charge $80 you should go about things different and that's fucking sloppy mm-hmm. so we talked about that but a lot of people think that when you criticize a black owned business it's putting it down but like Sabrina and I were saying that you need we need to hold our black owned businesses and our black people at the same at, at a high standard mm-hmm. alright cradling people who do the wrong thing says nothing about your support and says everything about what you what you think they can do and they should be able to take criticism and be like okay like here's what i need to do like you know better right so for example um i had i've been trying to make it work at this black owned nail salon um in my neighborhood and sabrina knows god i try they have fucked me over so many times but i keep forgiving them and i keep saying you know but they black owned i'm gonna keep trying it i'm gonna keep trying i'm gonna keep trying it my gel manicure be chipping my feet be chipping and then here's the left final straw last week you know i was thought i was gonna be late even though I wasn't but out of courtesy because they're really sensitive about time I called them and said that there was a chance I could be five minutes late they tell me well you're gonna have to reschedule because you know if you're gonna be five minutes late that's gonna throw it all off if you get here at 605 and we close at seven then I'll have to stay here to 705 and I said so you'll have to stay here for five minutes late and you're a nail salon person I'm like that will really fuck you up that much and the girl was like well yeah that plus the girl before you is late so every so I'm like so no matter what time I got there, you were going to be late doing my nails because somebody else. Just say you overbooked and moved on. Yeah. Now, am I going to say that they fucked up because they're black people? No. But am I going to continue to go to them just because they're a black-owned business? Not no. anymore, no. Like, I'm not going to give my money Did to shit. Did you ever get your deposit back? Yeah, I got my deposit oh, okay. back. Oh, yeah, you had to put a $10 deposit. And the girl going to say, well, you want me to use your deposit for another time? I said, no, I want to use my deposit for a different nail salon. So put that shit back in my account. Like, please, don't assume that I will ever come here again. Because, listen, the nail salon that I went to, um, shout out to Lux, mm-hmm. um, with that Lux, I went to, um, that's not my usual nail salon, but I went there because my usual nail salon only had one person working there. So um, at the time I was going, so I went to this other nail salon that I usually go to. The last time I went to Lux, um, they were like, um, I was waiting there and they was like, well, somebody has an appointment at this time, but we can't take you. And they were like, but if they don't come, then we can take you. So they didn't come. So they took me. And then they the time started going and like I was the only person in the nail salon because they were like closing but she still fucking did my nails yeah come on now it was, it was nobody else it was just literally like even her other co-workers like even though like um like I didn't like my nails because like I, whoever did it she wasn't in her this time it was like kind of a sloppy job because mm-hmm. I think she was like kind of rushing but the the point of the matter is she, she still did, did that she, she did, did yeah because like it was, just, the service. Cause it was just me and her in the salon and I think if a black person does something shitty and you say, come on, 
Like, you know they black-owned. That's how shit... No! No, no, no. Black-owned businesses are not secondary businesses. I don't expect secondary customer service. I don't expect a secondary uh, product. I expect the best, no matter who I'm buying Mm -hmm. from. Now, I want to buy from my people because we don't have a piece of the pie the way we should. We just do not. Like, if you look at all of the businesses, I know it seems like it's a lot of black-owned businesses and there's a lot of entrepreneurs popping up all around you, but if you look at the pie... We still have a very small portion mm-hmm. of it. So, you know, I just don't think that's fair. I think that owning something shouldn't be a, such a, a wild thing within our community. Yeah, because everybody might not have the same outlook as you. Because, like, somebody that's other, like, you know, non-black person can be going in this business. And then they, like, looking at, don't want to support other black-owned businesses because of the reflection exactly. of how this business is. Exactly. And, like, um, what was I going to say? That really, like, when you had told me that, they had, like, made me, like, so annoyed, like, a bad mood. But I had was looking at, there's this um, new makeup brand, um, you know, Super, who's, like, friends with Tokyo, uh, Super Scent. Uh, well, she's, like, a personality um, from New Orleans. And she has a makeup brand called the Crayon Box. And oh, it's, nice. a, um, it's a, like, they, like, their most popular um, product is like this palette that looks like um, like a Crayola crayon mm-hmm. box, and it's a really cute makeup palette. And I went to their website. The website is fucking phenomenal. This on seam. Wow. They have like they have like eyeshadow primer, and it looks like Elmer's glue. Um, like it fits the theme of like a crayon, like you right. know, box and stuff, school supplies. And it's for like she's marketing it for like the amateur makeup artist, mm-hmm. and it is like the the I have to show you. Like after we're done this, like the website, the website is fucking amazing. Their Instagram is good. Like it's just, and I'm like, this is what I need to see. Like black owned business, black people can do it. Like yes, we you can, can do have it. standards. Yeah, like, you can have standards for a black owned business. Just because somebody somebody is black or black black owned doesn't mean they have to have a shitty website. Doesn't mean you have to tolerate terrible customer service mm-hmm. just because they are a black owned business. Mm-hmm. Like. Please, I'm not going to do it. I'm gonna let you know that right now. I'm not gonna do that because that's another thing. Um, I was, I just thought of this. I'm um, sorry to cut you off. So mm-hmm. there's this this black this black vegan. She makes t-shirts. Um, I forgot what the t-shirt said. It's like something black vegan, mm-hmm. and. I've been wanting this shirt for like so long, for months. Every time I, every time I get paid, I'm like, okay, this is when I want to get the shirt. Her fucking website don't work. Trash. Yeah, I'm not. Her, her with website that. don't work, and I'm like, and people are leaving comments or whatever. She's ignoring it and like just posting stuff like right. that. I haven't seen her in my feed in a while because um of because how Instagram is a chronological order or whatever stuff. Yeah. But that just made me mad because I was like making a point to put that into my finances. Like, okay, when I get paid, I'm going to buy this X Y Z and I'm going to buy this shirt and like. I don't want to buy a black a shirt that says like black vegan from anybody else. Like I want to support or a like, black woman. Yeah, a black has, you're woman not gonna go on like Amazon and some shop with a white woman wearing it. This is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get like the real thing, and I feel that way about you know our podcast. I feel like you know. Yeah, we're a podcast, and we don't have to be professional. But if you write me, I'm going to have a certain standard for how I respond back. You know, yeah. hey, this is Iman. Thank you so much for listening. Because that type of professionalism, that don't that won't ever hurt anybody, ever. 
It just won't. Like I'm just so tired of people thinking that you have to accept shittiness because somebody is a black-owned business because that is not the black way, being shitty. Like, that that just is not us. It's not. Okay, so um, that about ends it for this week's show. Damn, I had some shout-outs. I'm trying to find them right now. Okay, so one woman... Her name is Amber. She's from Maryland, and she wrote us the other day, and she's like, hi, I'm on the East Coast, and I love listening to your show, so I appreciate that. Um, Like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, like, people, like, write to us. It really... That's so crazy. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same... I don't know if that's the same lady who wrote us on Twitter... Well, thank you so much, Amber. She even gave us some suggestions because I asked her, I'm like, hey, if you have anything, okay. like topics you want to hear about, let us know. And she wrote us some suggestions. And then we got an email, our first email from somebody named Miranda. And she just kind of gave a read to the um, Kim Kardashian and to Bo Derek. <laughs> We're trying to, like, throw it back. Oh, wait, actually, her name is not Miranda. Her name is Gabrielle. Like, her email's name is... Oh, yes, Gabrielle. Yes, that's that's her who, who wrote us um, on Twitter. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Gabrielle. We, I really appreciate it. And I love, like, when people send us their stance on it because it makes you, me feel like you really are part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, well, not actually finally, somebody from Brazil tagged us in a, a video. Wild. And I can't find them because it's gone out of my history, but... He's from Brazil, and he's had our conversation about Kim Kardashian appropriating black culture with the breed. So I really appreciate the love from Brazil. And Louis also, your friend Louis from Terra. Yes, I was about to say Louis also. Yeah, yeah so thanks, Louis. He gave us a shout-out, and he he listens to Black Girl Brunch on the TV, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you get that? How that happen? Like, I yes, know. please let me know, Louis, because that's fucking decent. <laughs> yes, that's really... Oh, you know what? It might be Apple TV. That's a bomb... I will tell you that. So um I don't think we had anything planned for the upcoming week. I will let you guys know if we go to that Eagles parade. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be funny. I'll bring my little brother and you'll got you'll see him on our Instagram account. So make sure you follow us on BLK Girl Brunch on Twitter and Black Girl Brunch on Instagram. And you'll find me Imam Mate um on both social media and what's your handle again on what on both oh gluten frida um but on twitter, twitter is, is gluten frida underscore okay i knew it was something different but yep that's it for this week we'll catch you next week bye peace